Welcome to the Exchange Podcast. I am your host, Floyd Boykin Jr., and welcome. You know, we appreciate you all listening to the podcast. You know, in the month of May, we have been interviewing people, talking about um, lupus. Uh, but we have one more person we wanted to interview and bring bring to our virtual stage. So we want you to definitely give a uh, uh, love to the person coming to the stage. She's an artist, a dynamic artist. And when I say artist, I don't necessarily mean like a guitarist type of artist. I'm talking about like an actual artist with the brush and the canvas, things like that. She's she's just so dope. So welcome to the stage for the first time, Miss Jasmine Sabri. Welcome. Hello, hello. Hello. Thank you for taking the time out to talk with us today. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me on. Oh, no problem. We're going to jump right in because I say it all the time that, you know, attention spans are very, very low out there. <laughs> so we're going <laughs> to jump in so people can hear about your journey. Right. So uh, once again, you all, we are, this is a, a lupus awareness podcast and we want to make sure that we get as much information out there and share people's journeys and and uh, and their progress with lupus. So in saying that, we want you to, you know, tell our audience a little bit about yourself uh, and like where you're from and things of that nature. For sure. So um, my name is Jasmine Sabri. Um, I am born and raised in Willingboro, New Jersey. Um, it is a majority black suburb. Um, I haven't found any place quite like it. Um, I went to college actually for art at Clark Atlanta University, which is an HBCU. So I come from Black School to Black School. Um, and then I received my bachelor's in art there. And I went on to pursue my master's in art education at Boston University. Um, so I have my master's there. And then I just recently got accepted to more college of art and design in Philadelphia for my master's in fine art. So I've been very busy. Um, I, I'm also a mother of two kids and a wife. Um, so very, very busy. Um, yeah, that's me. Wow, that's actually amazing. Like all of that, what you said, amazing. So you're just like a master of the arts, arts, <laughs> you know? So that's awesome that you're getting that kind of information in. Um, can you hear me? Okay, you sound like I lost you for a moment. I'm sorry. So, yeah, we. Um, I thought that what you said, like, in terms of just you have two kids and you're, you're a wife, you're going to school, you're doing art. I mean, that's a lot that you got going on because each one of those requires attention. Yes. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. You are doing the thing, man. So now in terms of your artistry and getting into painting, like when did you actually fall in love with painting? And then when did you actually like tell yourself, hey, this is my path of, to expression. This is how I'm going to express myself. Um, so I would say like even even on my educational journey at the beginning stages, I really didn't know I was a painter. <laughs> Um, I was always more of a drawer. Um, okay. And so when I was at Parkland University in Atlanta, my professors looked at me as a drawer and they were just like, you're such a drawer, you're so talented, blah, blah, blah. 
And so probably really expected me to go more in that direction. But I knew that I, I knew then probably that I I was a drawer because I was kind of afraid of color, you know? And mm. so I I had the the inkling that I would be getting into painting more. Um, it wasn't until actually I I received um, I had the ability to study abroad in Florence, Italy um, for art. And at that point I was taking a advanced drawing class and I was taking a beginner oil painting class. And I was so amazed at how this painting ability was naturally in me. And I just needed like the environment, I guess, to bring it out. Um, and when my when my advanced drawing professor in Italy saw she came her and my painting teacher were friends. So she came over and she saw my paintings and she was like, Oh my gosh, like how are you crossing mediums like this? And they were just so amazed because again, like my reputation had been that I was a drawer. Um, but ever since then, when I came back home or at that point to Atlanta um, to finish school, I was more into um, the painting and really pushing my ability. And I, I picked up a, uh, acrylic painting um, and that has been my medium of choice since. So we will see where that goes if I ever return back to oil or if I stay with acrylic. Um, but honestly, the issues that I paint about are so immediate that acrylic has been serving me better right now because sometimes I just need to get it out. So that's how that developed. <laughs> now, in reference to like layman terms for those people who know much about painting, What's the difference between uh, acrylic and oil? I mean, other than the obvious, I mean, what, what what's the difference in terms of, of when you're creating, how hard, how much harder or easier is it or acrylic, you know? Yeah. So honestly, um, and I could be biased because I picked up oil painting first, but mm-hmm. I feel like oil painting is a lot easier in terms of, um, rendering a um, more realistic because most of my paintings are realism and so I paint like real portraits of people Um, and oil painting because it stays wet longer Mm. it sometimes lends itself easier to blend and to um, really I guess work into it you know because it takes like I want to say it takes several weeks before an oil painting is completely dry so you're always able to kind of work back into it and if you mess up you can you know just work in and with acrylic um it's not that simple because it's it dries a lot faster so you have to really um use a lot of different mediums and things like that if you want to blend it or get a certain look um i like a little bit of roughness in my pieces so i don't really mind that a lot um because i feel like the issues that i'm talking about are not you know well blended and you know they're not you know um kosher and and perfect and pretty um and so i personally go for acrylic right now Okay, so um, so what I like to ask you now, I mean, we've been talking about your great artistry, and by the way, those 
you all are gonna have to at the end of this podcast check out her her artwork because it, it, it is amazing and i'm not just saying that because she's online with with us so you need to check her out but we want to know what's your actual connection with lupus um how did you get uh, involved with lupus yeah when i so the summer that i was traveling abroad to italy um right before i was scheduled to leave i was working at a summer camp and all of a sudden my knee just became super inflamed and i was like what in the world is going on that was about 2012. um and so i went to the emergency room because i was like in tears and so much pain um and they could not find anything wrong with my knee they were just like we're gonna put you in this splint here's some painkillers and go home and rest it and i was just so confused like how can i be in this much pain and they're saying nothing's wrong with my leg and but here's a splint and some medicine (laughs) so um yeah it was it was really a confusing moment for me um i got better after a couple weeks um and then i remember in a few years after that it happening again um and then it wasn't until it would happen sporadically and, and then when i had my when i was pregnant with my first son my body was just completely out of whack i was in so much pain so much inflammation in my wrist and my just like this can't be normal um something's got to be going on um i was in physical therapy every um and after i had i was stayed home with him for the first year and a half and then when i went back to work in the school um I noticed that I was taking so many days off because my elbow would get inflamed here, my knee would get inflamed there. So um, I got fed up with going to the hospital because they weren't helping, <laughs> unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, day I went to urgent care after I left work um, and the doctor there told me this could be lupus because he looked at all of my background and how long this has been going on at that point. It had been going on for about four years. so. He said, it sounds like this could be lupus. Um, and so he referred me to a rheumatologist at that point. And the rheumatologist, they did all my blood work and everything. And I was diagnosed with lupus in 2018. Um, at that point, um, I, I think I always used art as a way to like cope with things. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I got that diagnosis, like around the same time period, I can remember deciding to start my online website and start selling my artwork and start painting again, like very heavily. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. I always think back to how those two things coincided um, where I opened up my website and was diagnosed in the same year. Um, and ever since then, I've just really been full-fledged into art and you know a lot of artists we take breaks sometimes depending on what's going on in life but at that point my son was one and a half years old and I started painting again more than I've ever painted um so yeah that's where lupus comes in and that's how it's really affected my artistry I guess in some ways it motivated me to to pick up the brush so 
so that's how you've been basically because uh, that's what I was about to ask you how, how are you yeah. managing your artistry while, and while dealing with lupus so when you got diagnosed with lupus it was made well, would it be fair to say it was more of a motivator for you to pick up your brush and yeah. something yeah it was because for me um, you know I've always been an artist um, I had a little bit of a a little bit of a tumultuous childhood um, you know with my with my dad and his situation um, and so I always would run to art you know um, whether no matter what I was going through I knew that that was a safe space for me and so I think something happened psychologically when I got diagnosed with lupus that kind of triggered the same thing for me. Like I need to run and I need to paint and I need to draw and I need to, you know, do what's my therapy. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was a motivator. There are times where, you know, I, I don't feel well and I have to take a break, <laughs> but the whole time I'm just like, I'm, I need to get back in the studio. I have to get well enough to get back in the studio um, because it really does make me feel good. Um, so yeah, I do. Sometimes it's weird. I say all the time, like sometimes I think lupus for that. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, that, I think that's positive though. I mean, to take something like lupus, with a lot of times if you don't have the right people around you, it, lupus can definitely uh, kind of uh, 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 derail you or derail yeah. a person from something that they're doing, being discouraged, going through all these body aches and things like that. And you know, you took your artistry to help keep you up and i think that's wonderful it's wonderful it's commendable uh and like i said your, your artwork is really really nice so i really want to hear from you um how would you describe your paintings or your artwork like if you had to just describe what you do uh, and not necessarily like the acrylic or the oil portion of it but if you could describe your painting how would you describe it yeah um so I create um, social justice artwork for cultural thought leaders. Um, cultural thought leaders can be like you having this podcast and like, you know, politicians, um, just leaders in the community, those who are, you know, keeping um, social justice and greater change on their minds um, and having those important conversations. Um, I do look at my paintings as conversation pieces. So like people who, you know, see my paintings in gallery spaces or in homes, like they tend to start having these really deep conversations about, you know, these hot topics like, you know, religion or, um, you know, mental health, racism, all of the different things um, that come into play in my paintings. Um, and so I truly want to create artwork that's not only beautiful, but that also engages the mind and, and leads to um, social change, um, especially in today's climate. So <laughs> they're very therapeutic, um, but at the same time, they are, they are very deep and intellectual works that I really aspire to you know create some 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 heavy conversations that need to be had oh, well, that's awesome <laughs> um i mean it's really awesome because um, led to um, to interpretation so even if you yeah. have a certain thought about what you did somebody else got a totally different concept mm -hmm. of whatever it is you you, you may have done and you know and which is cool because that's the whole fun thing about art what, what did they get out of it 
You know, yeah. did they actually get what I was trying to put out there, or did they, you know, come with a whole totally different perspective that I can actually appreciate? You know, so yeah, I think that's awesome. So, so I'm gonna ask you because we're, we're actually it's been a really good broadcast or podcast, and I really appreciate your time yeah. uh, on here with with us. Now we're gonna ask you a question that. We always ask everybody. We don't care what your art, your talent may be. You could be a cook, a singer, rapper, poet, musician, dancer, whatever you may be. We ask this question, all right? So the question is, if you had a band and you are the lead person there, you're you're the leader, so you're painting, basically, for your scenario, you're painting on stage, and you had the opportunity to pick any celebrity artist um, dead or alive to be on stage with you while you're painting who would you select to be your band or group oh man dead or alive um um i'm like oh my gosh um i'm gonna say billy holiday all right all right because like i'm thinking about like how like her music was so like and kind of similar to my or like her music was so beautiful but also a lot of her songs had such a deep message and you really you would really miss it if you weren't paying attention and I'm thinking about like like strange fruit mm-hmm. you know and like how um it was like a super political song but if you didn't really know and weren't really paying attention you might miss it right. and so yeah really how would that Okay. Okay. <laughs> so be you and Billy Holiday any any bands or music or is this gonna be you and Billy taking taking on the world? I guess whatever band she wants to bring, right? Right. <laughs> she said Billy bring her own band. Okay. So right. Said, we let Billy select. Billy gonna bring her people and then we just gonna rock it because I trust Billy. We're gonna do <laughs> we're gonna be all right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nah, that's cool. That's cool. That's no problem. Well, you know, we we really, really appreciate you taking the time out to to uh, speak with us today here on the Exchange Podcast. If someone wanted to follow you on, on social media or your website, what information do you have to give to our audience? Yes. Um I'm Jaslyn Sabri anywhere. So on Twitter, um, you can catch some thoughts at Jaslyn Sabri on Instagram at Jaslyn Sabri. Um, that's a really exciting place to follow me. And then my website is www.jaslynsabri.com. Um, so definitely check me out, um, subscribe, and stay in touch. All right, and just for the, everybody, and uh, your the correct spelling for your your name on those. It'll be J-A-Z-L-Y-N-E and then Sabree, S-A-B-R-E-E. Did I get that right? That's right. There you go. I did my research. All right. Well, Jasmine, thank you so much once again for being on the Exchange Podcast. We really appreciate you all. Um, Thanks for everybody for listening. um, Please tune in to us every week as we bring to you our, our very special podcast. Sometimes we're talking about relationships with my co-host, Serena Roberts. Uh, I may do something about myself sometime, or we may interview different artists out there. So whatever the case, please tune in, subscribe to the channel because it's free. Uh, we want you to be kind, be respectful, have fun, and learn something amazing. Peace and many blessings. Thank you.